Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite reality TV shows. Our views do not reflect the contestants outside of the show. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Steve, a.k.a. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. Gum Gum Jazz. Gum Gum Jazz. I love that one. Oh, man. I, I like the way he says gamma gamma. <laughs> like, he says it different. He doesn't say gum gum. He goes gamma gamma pistol. <laughs> it's more accurate to the Japanese, so. Oh, is that why? Mm-hmm. I thought he was just putting, like, a Mexican accent to it. No, 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 no. It's... In Japanese, gomu gomu no pistol or whatever, right? Like, oh, okay. Because yeah. in the the sub version uh, or the dub version of the anime is gum gum, and here he goes gama gam. <laughs> I like yeah. the way he says it. <laughs> no, definitely watch it in Japanese. We never talk about the dub versions. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? You guys watch the uh, the subs? You guys don't watch the dubs? Sub is literally nope. the best. And they've Ooh. had the same actors play for the last twenty years, which is amazing. That's true. That's true. But I'm from a generation that's like always looking at their phone. So like, it's, it's hard for me to like read the screen at all times. But like, I'll do it for like Attack on Titans because I don't want to be spoiled. But this show has been going on for for so long uh, <laughs> that I don't I don't mind it. I, I, at this point, I'm just trying to catch up. It's so hard to catch up. There's a thousand episodes, guys. Take your time, bro. It's about the journey. It's called yeah. the journey. That is true. It's not a race. I plan to have them all all watch before the next season. I think I could do it. Oh, for sure, dude. I think I could do it. Yeah, yeah. That'll be cool. So we'll yeah. see. Uh, but yeah, let's get into episode four. Luffy is poisoned. Dun, dun, dun. He's being carried out by the Marines. And Zoro is knocked out in a tunnel or a well. Uh, oh, well. Nami is, is hiding underneath... Uh, I don't know, like a kitchen cabinet or something. And mm-hmm. Usopp is trying to convince uh, the Marines that the pirates are really Cahador. So tons of stuff Black happening right pirates. now. Tons of stuff happening right now. Uh, but I think the most important part here is Zoro's story. We get to go deep into Zoro's story and his childhood and how he grew up and what makes him so you know uh, ambitious to be the world's greatest swordsman uh Skeeb, you want to take this one you want to talk about zoro and his his backstory a little bit yeah of course zoro is one of my favorite characters of all time the vice captain of the straw hat pirates the first mate uh, <laughs> yes the first mate sorry first mate uh and also moss head um <laughs> of the great man with the three sword style I can continue on for days. But um, so, yeah, we start off with this episode with Zoro in the well, and he's doing really well for himself. No pun intended. And he- <laughs> <laughs> well, those are my kind of jokes. <laughs> like, usually, usually I'm doing those. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he eventually gets this like grapple 
and it's like a makeshift grapple uh, grapple uh which he also sees um sorry he also sees mary's body there and he's kind of he's like kind of unfazed but he's like sad at the same time but let's go back he has his grapple and he's trying to get out of this well and he just flings it up but it's not working and so his next thought is uh to just to climb it just go gung-ho and so while he's climbing it we have uh, a flashback for about seven years back to the Shimotsuki village where he was there in a, the Ishuin dojo where he and others have trained in a sword style of like a, a Kempo or sword style. Um, and um, in this dojo, uh, he's fighting an opponent and the choreography is really, really good. It's um, uh, Zoro, as you can see, is like losing, is getting defeated and he eventually ends up losing the fight. Zoro walks away with anger, and as he's walking away, uh, he takes off his mask, and uh, the opponent that he was facing walks up to him uh, behind him, and then they take off their mask, and lo and behold, it's a, a female girl named Kuina, and Zoro has lost to a girl. Uh, whether his ego is bruised or the fact that he he just like is really upset that he can't beat a girl, kind of like uh, like you know messes with him. So uh, that's like a little bit, um, Jazz, you want to talk a little bit more about the backstory as well? Nah, I mean, you nailed it, man. It's just tragic. And I, I really, I really don't think Zoro cared that she was a girl. I think he just cared that he wasn't number one. I think that mattered more to him, uh, than the fact that it was a girl. Cause there was nothing that he said or, you know, acted like that made it seem like, it's stung more because it was a girl. And in that way, I kind of respect Zoro even more. Like he doesn't see her gender as a handicap. And yeah, you're right. You're right. I apologize. And, and, and I think that's really, really cool because we see that she knows that her gender is going to be a handicap for her. She says women are not as strong as men right now. I'm on the same side with you, but you're going to keep growing and I'm going to stop. That's just like, you know, nature. Uh, and she's going to say that, you know, you're going to get bigger. You're going to get stronger. You're going to get faster. And at some point I'm not. Uh, so she knows that she's never going to be the greatest swordsman. And he tells her, don't talk that way because if you're talking that way about yourself and I'm not as good as you, that's insulting me too, right? <laughs> In a roundabout way, which which is kind of true. Uh, but he he they make a pact uh, after they have this amazing fight because he claims that the only reason that she's winning is because they're not using real swords. So they decide to have a fight with real swords, and he comes out wearing two swords, and she goes, uh, "You might need more than that to beat me," <laughs> which is a reference <laughs> to three sword style. Um, but they do fight, and it's a very well choreographed fight. Uh, these child actors are amazing in in all that they're doing here. Uh, I think they were fantastic. But again, he loses, right? And he's really upset because he thinks he's not going to be the world's greatest. And then she gives the speech about how, you know, women have it a lot harder because they end up not growing and becoming as skilled. Uh, I kind of felt really, really bad for her because I was like, yo, don't say that about yourself. I felt like I wanted to give her a pep talk. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Don't let that hold you down. Uh, but that's kind of like that's kind of like what Zoro does, but in his own way. And says, we're both going to train. We're going to fight each other. And one of us is going to be the greatest swordsman to ever live. Or swordswoman. 
or Sora's woman, exactly, mm-hmm. uh, to ever live, which I thought is really, really cool. Look at our feminist Zoro. <laughs> what you call it? He's like, I don't see gender. All I see is winning. <laughs> That's all it is. And- Yo, wait till you get to um, uh, in the anime. Uh, wait to get to Punk Hazard because that's really on display there. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. love that about Zoro. Um, but mysteriously, Kuani dies. Kuina, Kuina, Kuina dies. Uh, they never explain why. Uh, up to where I am in the anime, we don't know either. Uh, and I'm just confused. I'm just like, what just happened? She was perfectly fine. Did 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 she? You know, COVID? Like, I don't understand what ha- what happened. She's just, like, dropped dead. And he says that he wants her sword, uh, which is a bold claim to make uh, right at her funeral. But he says that they made a promise to each other. And he wants to use her sword to fulfill that promise, which is very, very touching uh, to me uh, because, you know, I have a friend who passed away and we went on a hiking trip and when we wanted to go and complete that hiking trip, we took his backpack with us, right? Uh-huh. To, to, to honor him. And the fact that Zoro is taking her sword with him on this journey kind of feels the same way. And I love that for him. I think that's so cool. Um, and it's the sword that he keeps protective of. That's the one that he puts in his mouth. Right, uh, it's the last one that he'll use. He won't use it unless he really, really needs to. Uh, I really love this backstory and this connection to this person that he doesn't even like. <laughs> he, he like he—that's he, his rival, right? And it's just a beautiful backstory, and I just really, really loved it. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on that, Jazz? It's just like the anime, and uh, you know, I know you're confused about how she passed away. In the anime, they didn't really confirm it until a bit later of how she died. Okay. But all we knew is that it was an accident and she just passed away and that was that. And so... It was the fact that she fell down the stairs in the anime. Uh, well, Steve, I was trying not to give it away, but okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they do say that in the anime. So yeah. Like, oh, they already like... said it to you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know exactly where they said it, but that's why. That's fine. Yeah, uh... we, we can spoil uh, up to the anime, up to the point where the episode is overlapping with it. I think that's fine okay. to tell people the difference. Uh, if we find out something later on, yeah, don't spoil that. Um, okay. I was I was kind of hoping for she didn't die. I was like, yo, as long as I didn't see it, I believe she could still be alive. Uh, but in this one, we see her body, and I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she's dead, dead. Yeah. There's no coming back from but, that. <laughs> that. That's also the confusing part, because in the anime, uh, which I think – not East Blue Saga, but Logetown. Yeah. Uh, Zora runs into one of uh, Smoker's like subordinates. Lieutenants. Yeah. Lieutenants, and it, she, uh, Zora has like this faint memory of that, or or like a deja vu moment, where it's like, oh, is that Kuina? Because she's also a woman swordsman, same hairstyle, looks like her. But yeah. they, but they never really like bring uh, talk about that later on. So maybe it was just like a quick thing, but it was like really significant. Really, that's so crazy. Could that look so like if you watch the a- anime and and Lockdown is part of the uh East Blue Saga, I believe. So technically, mm-hmm. it should have been part of this. Uh, yeah, they make it look like it's a big deal. And you're telling me a thousand episodes later, we 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 don't get a a a, a you know yeah conclusion of it. Wow. But the thing is, uh, Ichiro always does an amazing job reverting back to everything he's ever talked about. So maybe not now. Maybe in a couple episodes. 100 episodes later, we might get the reveal of that. That's crazy. All right, cool. All right. Um, so as this is happening, 
uh, Usopp climbs to the window and tries to tell Kaya what's happening. Uh, and then Kaya is like, why are you thinking this? She doesn't want to hear these things about Kahador. Kahador is someone who basically raised her for the last five years. She's not ready to hear that. She doesn't want to hear that Pippin's dead. And she knows that Usopp tells these stories. Usopp tells stories all the time. He exaggerates. He makes up things. And she's okay with it because they're fun. They're exciting. But she said, this one isn't fun. I don't like these stories. And she tells him to leave. And she slaps him. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Suddenly got the strength, huh, Kaya? <laughs> she, uh, and then Usopp says, you know what? No, I'm not going to leave. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to protect you. And whether you want me to or not, which you know shows that even though Usopp is this scaredy cat coward he is brave when he needs to be he's brave when it comes to his friends uh and i do love that about him and i feel like that's a little bit of a change from the anime i feel like in the anime they show him a lot more of a coward and in here he's only a coward when you know other people are not on the line. He's just like, oh, well, let's not fight this person. Let's let's run away. And you know, he 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 is a little bit. Uh, ha- he has a little bit of self preservation more than cowardness. Whereas in the anime, I feel like it's cowardness. What are your thoughts on that? This is the beauty of One Piece. Like every character, you're gonna see them develop and grow, and you're gonna start falling in love with them. Like. You know, not like in a romantic way, but like, you know, like, yo, I got your back. I'm rooting for you. I hope you succeed. And they do a phenomenal job of character development and the world building here. And this is just part of it. And I'm glad they did it in live action. Nice. Ski, what are your thoughts? Yeah, same. Uh, great character development as 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 noted. And they're, they're keeping true to the characters. Mm, true, true. Okay. So as this backstory of uh Zoro is going on he's climbing this wall very batman you know the dark knight rises <laughs> out of the tunnel and he he makes it out uh as he makes it out we see the marines carrying luffy back and as they're carrying luffy uh luffy decides to throw up on everybody <laughs> so at least Classic the point luffy at least the poison is out of his system now that he threw up <laughs> and he tells them that he has to go back and 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 save Kaya and the rest. And Kobe, who does everything by the books now, says no. And so does uh, what's the other guy's name? Hempa, Hemepo, Hemepo. And Hemepo says that his dad defeated uh, that pirate. So whatever Luffy's, Luffy's saying isn't true. As they're doing that, they run into Zoro. Zoro knocks him out, and he goes, oh, I didn't even... Zoro, Luffy's like, how do you know to come save me? He was like, I didn't. You were just on the way. No, no, he, he, he usually has funny part about running Zoro. joke. Yeah, Jazz, go. Okay, so so the running joke throughout the anime is Zoro will always get lost. This yeah. is Zoro being lost. He had oh. no idea where he was going, even though he's like, oh, yeah, I'm heading back to the mansion. It's like, the mansion's that way, bro. <laughs> They'll have the most confidence thinking he knew that he was going the right way the entire time that's so and it's funny wild like um in the anime he'll be like oh there's a tall building and then he goes to the tall building like you see him running toward it and then somehow it ends up 20 miles away behind. like i don't know how like, we don't know how it happens but zora just ends up lost always 
You That's see? so funny. You're right. That is a running gag. Now that I think about it, they do make a reference to that quite often. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's in fact, um, on the memes online, like we were like, Zorga so lost. He's in a different anime now. He's in Demon Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also uh, slashing uh, the 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 dragon from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Thinking he's so Kaido. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's also slashing Kaido. Oh, yeah, that's too. Never mind. Oh, man. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right. That's funny. Eternal um, Dragon. All right. So, at this point, they get back to the mansion. And while this is happening, Kaya, Usopp, and Nami finally convince her that Kahidor is, is, is evil. Uh, and they run between the walls. And that's very new because usually in the anime, it's very different. They're out in the woods, they're out in the forest, and they're being mm-hmm. chased by a hypnotist. Uh, Django. Who, Django. Django the turncoat. Yeah, who is like the lieutenant commander, uh, you know, of, of the pirates. And there are a whole bunch of pirates out there, too, that are here to ransack the village. Not just, you know... Uh, kill kaya they were going to destroy the entire village and kaya was just going to be a casualty and part of it so there was this whole scheme and it's very different because he doesn't have this entire ship of pirates and one of the things that really pisses off luffy is that he had plans to kill his own men and he was like what kind of pirate would kill his own men that really pissed off luffy mm-hmm. uh so it was one of those things where uh, it's, it's very different. In here, they're just in the mansion and they're just running away and they finally get to a place and they see everybody. Uh, and Usopp tries to help, but, you know, he's still Usopp. He's, you know, still not that great yet. It's okay, uh, buddy. It's okay. We'll, you'll get there. Uh, and then Luffy finally shows up and Luffy fights Kahador while Zoro fights the other black cat pirates. Uh, Sean and, and I, Bucci. Yeah, Bucci. Yeah. Uh, and it's a pretty good fight. It's a really good fight. And we get to see a lot of cool moves. What were your thoughts about the fight scene? Excuse me. Uh, yeah, of course. I loved it more in the anime. You get uh, a lot more exaggeration. Zora, again, is is using three-sword style in the anime. But for some reason, in the uh, live action, they've only been using two-sword style. It mm-hmm. isn't until he gets super serious where he does use three sword style at the end. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, the running joke, I guess, in the live action is uh, when Luffy ever attacks, he calls out his attacks. But Zora hasn't been calling out any of his yeah. attacks. So uh, he uses some pretty powerful attacks to defeat these henchmen in the anime. But again, um, he, he defeats them in the live action as well. But I think he only fights one of the henchmen, which is Buchi or the bigger one with the two swords. Because yeah. he always fights like the swordsman, and I think Usopp. Well, nonetheless, um, I think they do a, a, f- a fantastic job showcasing the fight scene as well. Just yeah. getting through. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would have been nice to see Usopp versus Django the Turncoat. I think that yes. was a really good fight in the anime. Uh, but Django wasn't in this one, so we didn't really get to see it. Maybe we'll see him later on. You never know. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really, really liked the, the the fight scenes. I thought they were really good. I don't think any of the fight scenes are going to be better than the anime. So it's kind of like, did they were they good enough? Is, is really the really the <laughs> question here? Because there's no way any fight scene could be better than an anime fight scene. Like I think animes are known for fight scenes. Like yeah, I mean, well, technically, if you think of Marvel, they do such a phenomenal job with like the CGI and the wires and everything, and they have like actual stunt stunt coordinators that help you out and experts. This one, I'm sure, like the budget wasn't there, but had they had the budget, 
I think Zoro would have been doing like flips and turns and Sanji would have been flying. Uh, Luffy would have been doing a lot more uh, techniques. Yeah, yeah. We haven't met Sanji yet, but Sanji, we'll talk about him too because I've seen some behind the scenes. Yeah, I've seen some behind the scenes stuff and he did almost all of his own stunts. That's insane. We'll talk about Mm -hmm. that later. Uh, That's really cool. Um, He can also cook like in real life like yeah he's he an actual life, like really good chef so mm-hmm. he, he's he's real life uh sanji which is great mm-hmm. um all right so they have this fight and then he does the gamma gamma bell and he kind of just like headbutts him uh i love that luffy has these like moves like the, there's the gum gum pistol which is a kick then there's the gum gum whip no, it's a punch oh it's a punch the pistol is a punch the whip is the kick the mm-hmm. bell is the headbutt Yes. And I think the axe is like this like front w- wide kick or something like that where he goes up in the air and then like crushes an down. Yeah. And then we also see the gum gum gatling, which he like just punches like a hundred times at once, which is like really a gatling cool. gun. Like a gatling gun. Mm-hmm. These are really, really cool. Uh love to see those. And I'd love to see that, that he's actually like calling them out. because uh, every going back to this fight in general against uh Kuro of the Black Cats. He's uh, in the anime. I think he just um, I kind of forgot, but he kind of is having fun with it. Or he's just like making moves up and trying to fight him and trying to get over his maneuver. But in this one, the live action, he's very like in tune with his like power. He's like focusing. He's like in it from the beginning instead of like fooling around. So they they take a very serious tone on his uh, the fight scenes. Yeah. So let me ask you this Uh, to me. It seemed like Luffy didn't know how to fight as good in the beginning of of the card uh, of the anime, and then as the show goes on more and more, he gets better and better at fighting. But in here, it looks like he's already a pretty decent fighter from the very beginning. Is that a correct interpretation, or am I just like tripping? No, you're correct. Um, they had to do that just to save time. They can't okay. show the full development over eight episodes that covers sixty anime episodes. Gotcha. So they're gonna keep up that pace. They cannot show all the development. Yeah, and, and and to make up for that, they they showed a little bit of backstory of him and his uncle, and and that fact that they were training. So I, I did notice that too. All right. So basically, they save the day, uh, and you know, they go, and they say, "How can I reward you?" They're like, "Well, we we do need a ship." So they take him out to the ship, and they say, "Well, you know what? Uh, Mary did die." uh for this so we're going to name it the going mary now is there any significance to it being called the going mary because it's just it's a weird like i know that is reference to mary the guy uh who was the shipyard guy uh but why the going mary is that like just a nautical thing yeah Okay, I guess I answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I wish there was a better answer for it, but yeah, no, that's really what it is. It's like, okay, ships just know. have names. That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so going is just a, a typical ship name, I guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. I'll buy it. I, I'm convinced. Um, all right. And then uh, <laughs> Usopp got a kiss, which I, which like, my man. <laughs> my man. My man. He didn't get the kiss in the anime. In the anime, he did not get a kiss. So I don't know. What's up with that? The reason for that is that when One Piece first started, right, it really was geared toward like, you know, preteens, teenagers, and whatnot. Like it was, it wasn't meant to be a romance thing. It was simply meant to be an adventure 
manga, right? Yeah. And then because it got so popular and everyone kept up with it, uh, Oda, the writer, realized that, okay, the audience is getting older. And so over time, he has shifted on that stance. And he has added more elements to it besides just having fun and going on adventures. Like, he added some really serious themes in the second half of The Grand Line, which we'll get to way later. Uh, but that's what happens, that over time he has added it on. And in the early episodes, you don't see it at all. Yeah. But then over time, you do see it more. I do notice that. I, I noticed when I was watching this, it, it was very childlike and innocent in the beginning. And then it gets, like, you see slowly more and more blood. And, and then it also gets a little pervy <laughs> to be honest i don't know why but there's a lot of shots of like nami and, and like other people and, and uh sanji being a little creepy in it which which i noticed <laughs> i don't know if you guys did but i was like yeah man we so noticed. Some, of, some of some of these shots um they're pretty angled to uh certain body parts <laughs> and i'm just like this yeah, is not me. a kid's show anymore they're just assuming that the kids who are watching it have grown up and now this is what they want to <laughs> see i guess <laughs> yeah uh, it's how- just a part of anime. It's called fan service. They do it just to keep a younger male audience more engaged. Uh, um, it is I... what it is. Like it's 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 you know. I know how you feel, man. I feel it's the same weird. way. Y- you just gotta deal with it. Like that's always gonna be there. But then the story ends up being so good. That's what you're really there for. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it was definitely there for the story. Like, like these cartoons don't do anything for me in terms of like w- the way they're drawn and stuff like that. I don't care if they're wearing a burka or they're wearing a bikini; they're just cartoons. <laughs> right. Like, uh, but th- there are weirdos out there, and I guess fan service is 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 an equal opportunity. No, you gotta you gotta make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no offense to you, weirdos out there. If that's what you're into, hey, no harm, no foul. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So uh let's see what happens uh I, I love the part where you get to see luffy sitting on his spot the spot all the way on top of the mary i thought that was really yeah. cool uh i like that and uh yeah and then the thing that's different about this is that Kaldor got away you see him rowing away and that doesn't happen in the anime so we might get to see him again dun 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, we never talked about Kalidor and the reason why he always took his hands up to his glasses. Oh, why? That was uh, that was like a, a character trait that he had when he when he saw him as a butler in the anime. He would always do this thing where he took his 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 palm and then yeah. glasses with it. That's because when he was uh, Kuro, the, the the pirate, black cat. the black cat pirate. He had like those gloves with um, the swords on them. Yeah. And then, in order for him not to hit it, his glasses with it, he would move his hand up like this to his eye. Ah. And so they did a really good job keeping that consistent in the live action. Ah, interesting. And people didn't yeah, notice I, it. I also think that his glasses broke when Luffy punched him, mm-hmm. which is a consistent thing in the anime. So I guess when Luffy punches someone's glasses, that's the end of it. <laughs> Rip Kobe. That's funny. That's cool. Kobe's going to be blind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Where do you oh, get yeah, your I, fixed? And we see a little bit more of uh, Kobe and, and Guard uh, in this episode. Garp. What are your Garp, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I am so glad they showed them playing Go together. And, you know, Garp is like, ha, huh, I beat you. Keep going. Play again. And they yeah. keep going back and forth and keeps beating him. And he's like, yo, son, you're indecisive. 
right? You're playing defensive. You have to be on the offense every now and then. Mm-hmm. Make your moves, be decisive, get it done. And guess what? He beats Garp. Yeah. Phenomenal. Like that's it. That's how you show character development. It was just done so well. Like I, I enjoyed that every minute of it. I, I also liked that. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, and then at the end, they show uh, Usopp, who is now part of the pirates. And he goes, yes, Captain Usopp is joining it. And then Luffy's like, you're not the captain, <laughs> which is very familiar with the with the anime. He does the same thing. Uh, and then he, he draws them a Jolly Roger. And this Jolly Roger looks a lot more like Usopp than it does like Straw Hat, which I thought <laughs> was really funny right out of the anime. Cool little thing right there. Um, and then the Marines start shooting at them. And then Luffy looks through his telescope or binoculars and goes, Grandpa? And that was a big shock to me because 300 and 300 episodes in, I still have no idea who his grandpa is. And I just learned from this show that it is Garp. That was cool. I really like that. So... Even the fact, the fact that I've watched this anime and there are still things in the show that were able to surprise me was really cool. Uh, about that, you are on the arc where they actually do reveal that. Okay, all right, fair. So, so I'm about end, to learn it, but it's there, yeah. So if you happen to watch the anime, like through episode, what was it, three eighty, mm-hmm. you would have known it. Three sixty one, yeah, you would have known this. So oh, okay, but beyond episode three sixty one in the anime, they haven't revealed anything so far. So yeah, yeah. okay. Very cool. I wasn't mad though. I wasn't mad at. I, I'm not mad at the fact that the show is spoiling a few things for the, excuse me, for the anime because it makes the show, like, surprising a little bit. There's still things in the show that like I didn't expect. So I'm glad that I'm watching the show, at the same rate as um, that I am going at, with the anime. It's like parallel. I like that. I enjoy it that much. I don't want too much to to be lost. So I might finish all these episodes and then rewatch it and see what else I can catch. I think that'll be, that'll make it even more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also yeah. want to bring up the fact that the attention to detail when it comes to the ship that they're on, the Marine ship where Garp and Kobe MFR and where Kobe and, and um, Garp play this game, you could see the lights swinging back and forth. You could see the desk moving. You could see the drinks also shifting back and forth. So they do a really good job making you still believe that they're on this ship and it's yeah. rocking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really cool because there'll be parts uh, in the ship, even in future episodes, where things will be hanging from like these chains and you'll see them go back and forth. Even when I believe someone gets hurt, they're on a table and it just swings a little bit. It's really, really cool. I- I'm a big fan of how they immerse us into believing that they're all on these ships and not these stages. <laughs> Yeah, very cool. All right. Well, that was the end of episode four. Then anything else we've missed? No, I think we got it. I think we got it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us, Guy. We'll have you back to do episode five and six, uh, and then seven and eight, and then then we'll be done. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And until next time, guys, salam, nerds. Peace.